Hi everyone and welcome to the 76th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hey guys. And Spencer. I'm not going to say anything random. New Year's resolution right here. That is quite random in itself. I just had a cheese and chicken toasty. It was yummy. And Spencer has been traveling across America. It's true. I basically, <gasps> I've basically just been seeing all the sites, San Francisco and Kansas City and nothing else. That's all oh, the sites in America. Kenji. Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's, yeah, you that's, need to all. See. that's all. That's the end of the story. I basically just got hopped on a flight all day and saw those places left. Didn't even leave the airport. Cool story, <laughs> bro. So yeah, um, we are going to have a slightly different show this episode because of Spencer's travels. Um, he, In case you don't know, he had the chance to go to Square Enix USA's headquarters, or Square Enix North America, to see Lightning Returns Final Fantasy XIII with a, a bunch of other Final Fantasy websites. And um, as far as I'm, I can tell, he had a really good time. I did. I wasn't just lying to you. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't playing it up. It was a roar, rip-roaring good time, the kids say these days. A rip-roaring. Rip-roaring good time. We were just sitting there doing the Charleston. Oof, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, actually went on the time machine as well, so that's that's all good stuff. Um, the, um, yeah, the trip only happened a couple of days ago, so Spencer is a little bit worse for wear. I think it's probably a, a good way of putting it. It was it was a lot he, of uh, all-nighters, which is ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I kept stressing it to, to him that it wasn't that urgent, but you know he just didn't really want to listen to me. I was like, hey, uh, there's a site that has this up already. If anyone else finds it, it's not worth it, so i got to just do it ASAP. Truth. Those, those they, people are dedicated. Yeah. That is true. Well, I, w- I would have been one of those people, but I unfortunately don't have a laptop at at, a, at this time, but I'll be getting one soon. I was going to get one before the trip, but money, you know? Yeah, yeah. you kind of need that it. That would have been a, a very strong commitment, and I'm sure all of our fans would have appreciated it if you'd done it, but you didn't. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mr. Uh, no Stress. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not me saying it, it's the fans. That's true. All right, first one to go to that Lightning Returns preview, I did comment, oh, uh, this is kind of late. You, you get something. <laughs> <laughs> get Spencer being sad. I'll post a JPEG of that. You'll be happy. Aww. Everyone's going to do that now so they can see a JPEG of Spencer. <laughs> that is I true. Know. I'll actually just take the Square Enix group picture shot we have. Just, just <laughs> Photoshop the frown upside down. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so after we uh, hear more about Spencer's travels, we're actually going to have a bit of news and discussion. Mm-hmm. Square Enix released a new game last week, and um, it's been met with a very interesting reception. And uh, then after that, we've got our burning question segment. And because it was the start of the new year, we, we wanted to know when you guys started playing Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, you know, it's a nice, nice easy one. That's, you, you've heard story. us talk about it. We know yeah. you don't care. So we talk about yourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, I need to remind you guys that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes out on the iTunes store if you're listening for the first time. But we also have a supporting website in FinalFantasyUnion.com and GamingUnion.net, which is actually where you can see Spencer's initial thoughts about Lightning Returns. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, before we go into that, though, I believe, Spencer, we're going to be doing quite a few more things about the uh, event. Um, we've got an interview coming up that you did with uh, Kataze and Toriyama. Oh, yeah. And um, we're also going to be doing... I guess some more fan-style thoughts about the whole experience. Yeah, you get your hardcore gamer preview where you got to be serious, and you have the other one where you notice nothing but Chocobolina's feather counts being a little bit off. 
Yeah. That's pretty much like when Laura and I saw um, 13 Part 2 uh, at E3. And uh, all the other games journalists in there were just kind of like, yeah, it's pretty good. We're just like writing down notes feverishly. Yeah. Like, they're in this area, they've done this, this monster's here, they've done that much damage. At this point of the game, where are they? Although I felt really bad, because I was suffering from Mondo jet lag and was kind of falling asleep while writing frantically. That's that why there were two good. of us. Yeah, and that's why there it's was a two It's a two-man job to write down yeah. one event. So, Lauren can take a nap. Yep. Square, and that's why Square Enix hasn't asked you back, Lauren. That girl's <laughs> just napping all the time. What do we want her for? I'm sorry! I hate... Uh, yeah... Jet lag is awful. It's fine. It's fun. It's part of the. It's part of the whole experience of going to E3. Jet lag. It's true, and not eating anything except for really crappy food. Yeah, the first year I went there, I did just survive on a bag of massive bag of Doritos a week. I requested to change. That don't forget that Mountain Dew to wash it down, right? <laughs> Gamer fuel. It's true. They don't have Mountain Dew in England, so. Yeah, it's kind of. It's because uh, they don't want their population to die and/or not have sperm anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good reason. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, about I think about a month ago, um, we were approached to um, have someone go to San Francisco. Not San Francisco. It was San Francisco. It was San Francisco. It wasn't was LA like last yeah, time. Okay. So uh, San Francisco, and um, it was to see Lightning Returns, and uh, obviously we had to kind of keep it under the wraps a bit. Because, hush, um, hush. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. This is In- how things go. Industry mm-hmm. secrets. But um, what, what day did you head out, Spencer? Oh, what? What day did you head out? I head out um the Wednesday, like, really, really early. Because it was all basically just, like, one big day trip over um Wednesday, the 16th or so. And, um yeah, so I basically, like, head out around, yeah, it was the 16th. I basically headed out to the airport, like, really early, like, around 5 where I live. I live in Kansas, so I still had to do, like, two connecting flights, like, both two hours each. Oh, oh that was horrible. Oh, I know, sitting on... Yeah, it's kind of hard to complain about flights when people are like, well, I have, like, 11-hour flights cross-country. But... It's still... Yeah, and obviously, the the always fun part of... There's no, like... Unless you just live in a hometown and that's your airport, every other airport in the world, unless you're just some business type who flies over the time, every new airport sucks to you. You don't know where anything is. You're always in a rush. Nothing's ever on time. Ten. Nope. I was told wait ten minutes for my flight to leave. An hour and a half later, the flight left. It was mass hysteria. Aww. Which also but just means there. it was a normal day at the airport. Yeah. Yeah, but you got you got there in the end. Oh yeah, I got there in the end. Although I will say it was kind of great. I I checked in. I walked past everyone, including the uh, Square community manager Rob, like uh, when I first got there because. I, I didn't know, like, what anyone looked like. I, I talked to Raw before, and I knew a couple of um, the sites that were going to be there, but I didn't, um, I had no idea what they all looked like. And so I checked in, the person was like, oh, you're here for this event. Because, I mean, let's be honest, if you look at me, no one, no one's really uh, going to be ch- checking into fancy-pantsy places, wearing uh, jeans and whatnot, and a backpack. Yeah. Just got off. <laughs> and um, so one, once I checked in, there was basically like, oh, yeah, you know, the event's going to be blah, 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 all this uh, information stuff. Apparently there was a whole uh, lunch I missed with everyone having a good time and talking without me. Aww. But um, Aww. I was able to walk around downtown San Francisco for a while, uh, ignore homeless nice. people, the normal, you know, touristy stuff. Um, yeah. Walked past Ubisoft and IGN in the same block and just, you know, spat at their curbs because, ugh, mainstream. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you just, you just exactly. Although I will say, it was um, 
it is great since like all these like downtown places like most of them have you have to rent out a building but then you always see like a couple of floors that just have broken windows and like no one lives <laughs> there yeah but um yeah so when the actual event started and whatnot i just basically met up with everybody felt really dumb and said oh you're all those people i walked past although i will <laughs> say that there was a very great like have you two ever met like raw before the community manager no, I don't think no. we have. He, um, when I met him for a second, there was a really awkward moment at the hotel I was staying at when I saw him talking to everybody, and I was like, I swear to God, that looks just like Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> but I really don't want to try anything. And I'm glad I didn't, because unless Cliff Blazinski changed his name, occupation, and past nine years of his life, uh, no, that was not him. <laughs> yeah, that would have been slightly awkward. Yeah, that was just, a, like... just a little bit. Hey, yeah, Cliff. and so... Once so, the what, actual... so what was your experience with the game then? Like, how did they um, kind of pitch it to you, and how did you get to see it? Uh, it was it was pretty interesting. They started off by kind of having a general overview of um, Katase. Basically, talked about like his vision for like the thirteen series. They apparently had like some grandiose like vision for the whole time. Wait, and... so they're sa- they're now saying that they planned all of this. No, they they stress like they weren't like that it wasn't all planned, but like you'll see some of this in like the interview like we did. The team loved Lightning so much that before even thirteen two was in the works, and I'm assuming this was also in like the four year development cycle or whatever for one single game, like they'd already planned out such like an expanded universe for her before thirteen two was even started. Like that's how they had all this like stuff and interest. Well, with I, the team. I guess it kind of makes sense where, you know, because Nowadays in the industry, you can't just assume that it's going to be one game. You kind of have to assume, you have to assume it's going to go somewhere. So you, well, see, you yeah, know, they you didn't. Contingency plan. It's funny because they didn't actually think that they were all actually. They just really, really apparently had a big crush on Lightning over the development <laughs> team. They're like, oh god, what if she did this? And then they were like, guys, like some like somebody runs in, like Toriyama just like got the news from a telegram or something. He's like, guys, we can make a sequel, and they just like fucking like, yeah, our fan fiction's gonna be true now. <laughs> and so yeah they've let them do this for the past two games and they've been calling it fan feedback ever since but it's really just DeviantArt accounts going wild to be honest it is pretty funny because like I mean with all the trailers and stuff for Final Fantasy 13 you really thought that it was all going to be about lightning anyway yeah so that box art for 13 too a little bit deceptive yeah. yeah yeah that's true too so yeah I mean all the signs point to the fact that they wanted to have more lightning and this is when we find out that lightning returns isn't actually about lightning oh god <laughs> oh yeah it's a it's secret it's about lightning <laughs> yeah it's, it's only you only play as lightning for the first hour of the game after that you take control of a new character squiggles the magical elf <laughs> <laughs> run around uh, Nova Crystallia as squiggles as you have magical adventures but see, no, but that we, actually sounds interesting. Yeah, <laughs> except the name is a little bit too Japanese, almost. But um, then they were also like talking about like how thirteen shipped like five point six million, which wasn't really too surprising. And also remember, I heard the word "sold" n- not once at all, like this whole trip. So the word "shipped" is a pretty like these aren't sold yeah. copies. This is what they've like shipped out. And in, that's, like, what, that, that's what Sony always used to inflate no, their numbers. It's not even yeah. Sony. It's like everyone does it, unless Microsoft like you're super. Does it. Pre- I think Microsoft no, is generally pretty. They've been they've been getting into it recently. Oh, but... Okay. Yeah, and like, so like yeah. with the uh, thirteen and thirteen two combined, it's like nine point seven million copies shipped, and then like with Lightning Returns, you you know they're gonna make more than point two million. I mean point two uh, copies of the game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then they'll be over the 10 million. But it's sort of weird because Final Fantasy, like, they announced in 2013 has, like, shipped over 100 million. 
So like this one sub series has already like made up ten percent almost. Yeah. But well, um, I guess it's not su- not surprising really. I mean, when they say a hundred million, do they count every single game, or is it just? No, no, no. That's just the main series. But like, they're also counting like ten two and thirteen two and lightning as like main series games as well. Yeah, that's fair enough. So yeah, that wasn't really like. They, at least they didn't specify that that was. I think. Also, like, I think when you really when you think about it, it's not actually that impressive considering. Final Fantasy 1 through 5 didn't sell that well. Like, they probably sold, like, a million or two each. Well, it sold really well, but it was in Japan. Like, selling a million in Japan is, like, an enormous deal. Like, selling in, selling in America, you need, like, three million to, like, break even. <laughs> there probably are just that many people in Japan anyway. <laughs> yeah, a million. They, they capped off at a million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more babies. But, Sorry. Oh, uh, no, it's fine. Um, they also, like, sort of, like, basically talked about, like, then Toriyama came out and was talking about all the big features for, like, what third what um let's call it 13.3 lightning returns was uh going to focus on and the big one this time is like people could kind of tell it was like it's now world driven so it's mm-hmm. like 13 was all about the story 13.2 it focused a lot on the story but like had a lot more like emphasis on gameplay you know and now time. this one's yeah. all about the world well it's not even time it's the world well no because 13 i was gonna say 13.2 is kind of about time oh okay. yeah yeah but it's, like, sort of weird. And then they were, like, also talking about, like, the new battle system they have. You're going to be managing time. And also, after seeing the game, I was so right when I was... I, I've talked to you two about this before. It is so, so, so mimicking Majora's Mask. The way they use the time system. Really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. I mean, I like that. Because, like, besides Dead Rising, which didn't even really use it that well, like, no other game has really tried time, like, as well as I think Majora's Mask had. Well, I guess, really, if you're going to copy from someone, you might as well copy from some of the best. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, and it makes, it's pretty interesting. Like, like people have obviously, like, with the Jump Festa trailer that came out and whatnot, have, like, commented on, like, the low, because, like, uh, Luxaria is pretty, like, the most, like, populated area that we know about, and even then there aren't really a ton of people you've seen in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the reason why is because all the times they've shown you in trailers is really early or really late in a day. And so that's why there's not that many people. So it's been very convenient for low uh, citizen counts, but apparently it'll be pretty packed in, like, different times. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah, and uh, basically once they uh, basically finished uh, pitching the game to us, even though we were already all there for it, uh, they then showed a... Um, well, I don't know, was that when all the um, games journalists were in there as well? Oh, uh, no, it, we, we were separated because there apparently was going to be a cat and dog fight styling if, if, if the two of us got in the same room. Separated. <laughs> That's quite funny. It was, it was I, a segregated I guess, event. I guess they felt they needed to do it because um, I think they're aware that the audience isn't necessarily sold on, uh, on Lightning Returns. I mean, there, it was it was very obvious because like, there was one person for Penny Arcade who, is, who missed that event and joined it on ours. And, like, when you look at all the questions we all asked, like, we asked, like, the more deep, like, fan-concerning questions, and then she basically just did the normal, like, like, I know, like, me to be taken, like, having a go or anything, but basically, like, having, um, asking, is like, hey, no one likes 13, why are you making this? (laughs) (laughs) And they're just like, who is this woman? Yeah. (laughs) Get her out now. I don't know why she, I don't know why she's here. That's one way. Go back to those other people. That's when they take her into the back room and shout at her. You'll, you'll never see her again. No. Oh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty tall order. Her. She's a very, very tall woman. We hard to not see her, her again. Hole. So I have to ask you. You know, you said Toriyama was like explaining all the different elements. 
did he seem remotely excited or did he smile at any point? He smiled actually a lot, which is weird. He was very into the game whenever he was talking. But then but, other times he was just acting no, like he was No, every other to time, yes, every other time he wasn't. He We made it this new uh, term called uh, Toriyama-ing, where, you, and this is basically just specific for Asian people, and I think you'll see why I'm saying it. He looked like he was either thinking really, really hard, or had just been, like, really, really tired. And you couldn't tell, he was writing that line between napping and thinking really close. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But it's like I, the second, and he, like the second he got to talk about his game, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's all this, all this new stuff. So cool, <laughs> so hip, so new." Although you also have to take into consideration, this was the last leg of like their big media tour. He'd like yeah, just been in like Europe last really week. Tired. So well, we don't obviously hear you're going to hear about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, stupid Europe. It's not a yeah. real country. Yeah, they lost the war. Drink some espressos, jeez. So, um. Do you want to tell us about some of the characters that were featured in the game? Because I know there was a new one. Yes. Um, and some old ones. Yeah, well, I guess the first one to kind of bring up that everyone sort of saw and knew coming was that Noel's in it. But I thought it was kind of interesting because they had a the new trailer that released. We didn't know it was... They pitched it as a new trailer. We didn't know it was just an extended jump trailer. So mm. we're all writing down notes really, like, frequently, like, at the beginning. And then, and then we just kind of like, stuck. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the first, like, minute, it's like, wait, guys, I think we've seen this before. It's like, wait. And so my notes just have a big scratched out thing and just saying jump festa. <laughs> <laughs> and then like once like uh like Noel gets announced stuff, but it's pretty weird though. Like like even it's Noel's coming back. There's a lot of like the, it's a I saw a very early version of the game by the way, so don't take anything like too seriously. Like they're probably going to change a lot of things. Noel looks exactly the same, which I actually don't think is just a placeholder image because they've they showed different like forms of him and whatnot as well as like in the battle so like they've obviously thought about him so i don't know it's sort of interesting he's, how he's ageless yeah i guess but it's like you know that's never stopped a final fantasy character from like having a crazy wardrobe has it being more rugged mm. exactly i mean i was then expecting again, maybe like a little snow baby beard or something going on but then again if you think about like final fantasy 10 versus final fantasy 10 2 like pretty much all the minor characters didn't change their clothes like, Waka maybe gained a little weight, but he still had, like, the same thing going on, and Lulu was in the same... Well, she she was supposed to be pregnant, and she didn't even have, like, a baby bump or anything. She was just like, by the way, guys, I'm having a baby. You still look the same. Oh, I've had it now. I've had it now. <laughs> it was She was hiding the baby actually in her ass the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So, so we haven't seen Hope, what Hope looks like yet, but we know he's in it. Yeah, and it's weird, though, because Hope, like, Hope's role in this is, like, totally not what anyone expected. Hope mm. basically is now the Otacon of this game, where he does nothing but, like, talks to, uh, like, lightning through either, like, her subconscious or some earpiece no one can see. Yeah. And it's interesting as well, because, like, he's doing, like, they were very, like, they were very upfront that he's in the game, like, he's a main part of, like, helping out lightning, but he's apparently, like, talking to her from, like, some undisclosed location. So who knows if that's, like, either some safe bet, like, back in his time period or somehow if there's like some super adult one although i did find it funny the placeholder image for when he's talking to you because you know in 13 whenever someone's talking you get a little image of like what their character art looks like right yeah mm-hmm. they they didn't use the 13 2 art they used the 13 art so you just had like uh his little baby face for hope Aww. that's yeah it does sound like they're using a lot of placeholders oh yeah there was like, all the music was from 13 2 so already lightning returns has the best gaming soundtrack of 2012 
which I thought that was bold, bold for them. I think they did that just for us, actually, because we were probably the only one who gave that to them. Yeah. Although, to be fair, uh, one of the songs from 13.2 came on um, my iPod the other day, and I was just so excited. It was such a nice song. There you go. Yeah. Yes, and I guess the biggest um, news, well, character-wise, is the new character, uh, oh god, I mean, it's like Lum- Lunaria or Lumina? Lumina? Yeah, it's Lumina, it's Lumina. It's like all the all the weird like light referencing. Sarah, things. Sarah. Yeah. Although the weird thing is, when I saw her, like she looks just like Sarah, but her personality, once it's described to you, is like very like all over the place, like sort of like very manic, always like getting into I, trouble. I reckon whatnot. they've done something weird in like she's some kind of Sarah doppelganger. It, it, it sounds like they're doing the whole Shu Yin thing again. Yeah. Kind of, but like I get a very like I get like a vanille like vanille Sarah like love child feeling from this girl. <laughs> It's it's sort of weird. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they did get together. Well, they're both they're both sort of a DOA, so they they pretty much might be. They did have a scene together. They have history. So, uh, um, moving away from the characters, <laughs> um, <laughs> we um, we we now have a name for the new combat system, which you find incredibly hilarious. Uh, the amazing active time battle system. I I think Paradigm Shift is uh, a lot better than that. Well, it's totally not Paradigm Shift, which kind of makes... like, name-wise, amazing ATB. Well, they were really proud of themselves, Daryl, so give them a break. (laughs) Sorry. Maybe maybe one of these days when you do something with your life, you can call it the amazing Daryl experience. (laughs) At first I thought you were going to say amazing Daryl-lick experience. (laughs) Oh, poor Daryl's. Sorry. No, but the battle system, I'm oh, very, very, I'm very, very pleased with how it turned out. Because obviously, when a lot of people saw the Jump Festa trailer, we all got a pretty big Kingdom Hearts vibe. I'm assuming. Mm. Oh yeah, I and definitely it, did. And besides the fact that it is face buttons, that's the most similar part to it. Everything else is different battle system wise. It's really so, weird. In your preview, you kind of talked about how it works, but um, can you can you describe how exactly it's going to make sense? Because I know you've got the three different kind of dress spheres. And yeah, pretty much. They're all kind of usable at the same time, right? Yeah, you can switch them with the like L1 R1 buttons at any time, and there's they're just very instantaneous. You then like change. There's no like, there's nothing that comes on the screen. It just changes like the type that you're attacking with, and then at the same time, it changes your four main face buttons. So like, one can focus really heavily on attacking with like your sword and shield, while the other one will be like all melee. Um, mm-hmm. magic driven or it can be like a hybrid between the two it's basically like play however you want and that's what the three main bars are when you're playing the game well actually so, there's four so like one um, to your health just to oh, kind of confirm it does that mean they're kind of doing a combination of um the like it, it's like the auto attack from 13 but they're giving you a little bit more choice so, well, there's no there's so no if, form of the auto attack now basically well, but what you're saying like you know if you press x she'll do like sword and shield do you determine what moves that she's going to do while she's in that like stance? Yes, like the specific moves are for the specific button. Like one button only does one move. Okay, mm-hmm. so but you have to kind of set that up beforehand. Mm-hmm. So you can go into battle really with twelve different moves, but that's it. Yeah, or at the same time you could then go into battle, screw yourself, and have all cure. I see. Is there only going to be three dress spheres? Yes, there's only three. There's at only the three at the moment. At the moment, uh-huh. I'm guessing. I mean, I, d- I doubt more. they would do more because this, the 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 really? HUD already looks pretty flooded. Mm. Well, no, I mean, like, they're, they're going to have more overall, just not more at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because well, the whole thing about it is, like, there's a really big emphasis on customization now. Uh-huh. And that's kind of, like, the whole point of it. Like, as well as, like, when you're playing the game, it's very interesting. 
because we knew we could like move lightning around they talked about in the battle system but in all the videos when you're watching it like it doesn't look like you like you're moving the character at all does it it just looks like the normal playing path yeah it's because you are moving but she just strafes really slowly around so you're not really moving well it i never saw like a good example of it but i could see like how it would work and like like abilities can like be tied tied towards like movement, so you might be able to like dodge out of the way in a certain direction. But yeah, mm-hmm. it won't be like you be able to run around like all Kingdom Hearts style and like stab things all baby mode like. Yeah. And I guess the other one that was interesting was I couldn't like get any sort of confirmation about this. It was weird. There's no like indication about how you switch characters in like multi enemy battles since you're just by yourself. Like at during all the battles, like he was basically. Find one enemy, you kill that enemy, you then go to the next nearest enemy. There's no way to, like, mix it up. So they could all be kind of ganging up on you, unless there's, like, some option no one's talked about yet to, like, switch characters. Hmm. Which is a bit of a concern, but obviously it's it's pretty early, and hopefully... I mean, the game would be pretty broke if it was like that. Yeah, because obviously there's going to be certain enemies you want to focus on before others. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously there are, like, team attacks you can do that have, like, a very wide radius and whatnot. But I guess then sort of going back to the gameplay part of it is the whole point of the amazing battle time system is you have four main bars. All three, like, colored ones are for your outfit that you're in currently. And it's basically you can mash buttons until that bar is empty, and then you have to switch to another one. And it's basically managing those bars, and then you have your main health bar. It's kind of, I don't know, it's... I, I like it, but it's like, if they added anything else to that HUD, it's going to be way too crowded, and they need to get rid of it, like, immediately. Yeah. Because well, it has, sure it has a lot going on. Between now and release. Well, it's weird because that was the most feature-complete UI. The, the rest of the like user interface was just a placeholder, like, 13.2, like, menus. But with all the new, like, systems they had going on. So it was hard to tell, you know? Huh. But, um, no, it's weird, especially because, like, the overworld and then, like, finding out the different, like, variety of side quests that were available. Like, when you, like, we didn't see fighting in our hand... Like, this was a hands-off demo, by the way. Like, some we were watching somebody play it, though, so... It's the next. Yet. <laughs> it's the next best thing. Yeah, we turn right instead of left, and the game just breaks. <laughs> but um, no, like we saw the demo for about like fifteen minutes or so, and like hadn't even gotten into a fight because the main demo started with you investigating, like all detective lightning mode. See that, which seems is a bit strange to me. It was strange to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like you started off the demo sneaking, like covering I, behind something. I mean, like. The way you were kind of describing it, and like you know, you're having to investigate murders. That doesn't seem very Final Fantasy to me. No. It seems too real. Well, they have talked about like how this is going to be like the most like adult Final Fantasy. Yeah, but it's like... just odd. Like when when do you ever play a Japanese RPG and you have to start investigating like murders? I guess Persona. Too. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like just going to say Persona. <laughs> but like Persona. you wouldn't. I, I don't know. I just wouldn't expect it in a Final Fantasy. They're usually a lot more. Um, like, because Persona's really, like, rooted in town, like, like a, um, reality, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Final Fantasy is always, like, there's a massive world problem going on. You don't really have to concern yourself with investigating, like, a, a murder or something. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, it's weird because when you see it at first, it just looks like a really poor man's, um, Assassin's Creed ripoff, which mm-hmm. some people have mentioned. And th- there really isn't, like, that much platforming, which is the weird thing. It's a lot of, like, on-ground like, running around and whatnot. And it's even weird, they even have, like, a super fast run button. So when you're running around, there's a separate ATB bar that's just for, like, running fast is all we know you can do with it so far. But 
the investigation stuff actually seems kind of cool and doesn't seem to bog it down too much. Like, it really didn't take too long to get what you really wanted out of it. And they've stressed before, like, this isn't going... Like, you're not going to be, like, sneaking around a lot. This is just, like, a couple of things might be like this, but the main game is going to be about you on your quest and trying to save the world and all the other stuff we don't really know. Because, like, we don't even know who the bad guy is, really. Yeah. Like, all I know, like, all, the only antagonist we really know of right now is a mysterious group who just looks like a cult in Luxarian right now. Yeah. Organization 13. <laughs> yeah, they did wear a lot of black black coats. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> but, um, it, it was, it was definitely weird, as well as, like, the town setup in general is very interesting. Like, I mentioned, like, with Majora's Mask, like, you'll have different, like, crowd density and whatnot, depending on what time. But the fact that you actually, like, if you pay attention to the crowd, you'll actually find things going around in town, which I thought was very well done. Like, if you see a lot of people, like, running and screaming away, that probably means there's a monster nearby. Like, you don't see, like... It's weird they sort of, like, blend in, and that might also have to, like, kind of do with the fact that the town doesn't really have, like, a lot of, like, visual flair right now. It's very plain-looking. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to change, because they said the Luxarium was going to be, like, a massive art-based town, didn't they? Yes, and, like, and really it... Vibrant. it, it yeah, but I mean, I've seen I've seen more like art like just out of the recent Devil May Cry that I have seen out of Luxarian, really. Hmm. But I um, how hard this game is going to be to platinum? Uh, as hard as they be... want it to be. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Thirteen and thirteen two were kind of crazy. They just took a lot of time, basically. Yeah. But it's very interesting because like there's a whole new like they focus on so many new things. Like thirteen two felt like this is the thirteen that everyone wanted. Lightning Returns is feeling like the lightning game that Square really wants to make with a lot of like tweaks that fans wanted but done in a totally different way well, at least like there's a whole like bunch of new shops and stuff that like it's we, like you have a shop that's just dedicated to eating and gaining health that's all you do <laughs> you just eat and... i think that might be that might be something that they're kind of covering this time that they didn't cover the other times because it doesn't seem like the other games they really wanted to make as much like this game at least it seems like they're not trying to please i don't know yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's obviously more about it. This is more about their vision than like fan yeah. feedback, because like yeah. it's hard to really like hear fan feedback besides the fact that lightning's in the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm actually kind of like the more and more we talk about it, I'm getting kind of um, interested in in lightning returns and yeah. Like I I went like into the event like kind of like uh, it looks cool. I like the premise, but the jump trailer was very underwhelming. Like especially a big yeah. one was everyone's been talking about the frame rate. Oh, the frame rate looks horrible. It is good they can, like, we, we, like, now that we've seen it, like, in action, that was just really bad encoding of the trailer. The gun, yeah. like, the game runs really smooth. Like, there was, like, no slowdown at all, which is surprising for, like, such an early build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so... I mean, I mean... Oh, what? So how did you, uh, kind of round out the experience then? Uh, the experience is basically round out by... With some random side quest after tracking down numbers, which always is exciting... And uh, showing off all the customization stuff with Lightning, basically. So now, like, you can customize, like, with the Paradigm Shift. Like, you could do all the different attacks. But now, like, customization with equipment is now, like, super, super in-depth. Like, each one looks very different. They all look like different ridiculous outfits and whatnot. Like, we've seen, like, I've seen a uh, samurai one, like a ball gown dress one. And then, like, there's one that looks just like Yuna from Ten Two. <laughs> And then there's just, like, like shields that are just, like, instead of it being a shield, it looks like a bouquet of flowers. So, like, they have, like, the serious ones while at the same time, like, a lot of, like, really goofy ones. So, obviously, you're probably going to see a couple of DLC costumes I think would be a safe bet. Yeah. Except except now the nice thing is, because they, they mentioned this, is, like, costumes now have, like, an actual, like, effect on you. Because they didn't mm-hmm. in 13.2. They were just cosmetic. But fans, like, one of them... 
it's like if I put on Mass Effect armor, I should actually get I should actually take less damage because I was wearing like street clothes basically before. Like mm -hmm. I, have, I have massive armor, like attack shouldn't hurt me as much, and it's kind of gonna work like that. Except without Mass Effect armor at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the moment. At the moment. Yeah, and the last big one, which was basically like a really big deal to me, because I always like customizing things like color-wise, is now everything that's on you that like you can see on Lightning, you can change the color of to whatever you want. Like they have really like detailed sliders. Pink Lightning. So now, yeah, I was gonna say hot pink Lightning is finally going to be a thing. Yay! Well, that's what everyone's been wanting. Yeah. Uh, oh, so Score has just been wanting the dark red lightning that's all we've seen yeah dark dark red lightning well now we've seen cowboy lightning there's there's all these different forms of lightning it's it's hard to keep up with them now but yeah that, that basically kind of rounded out the event and then we got like a preview trailer showing off gameplay from much later on so now we know other areas of the town one called wildlands which basically just looks like a giant plane mixed with different environment types Grandpa's. and then towards the <laughs> basically and then we saw one that like looked like a desert in Wildlands, but Grand then we Pulse. saw there's a whole. It's but yeah, Wildlands is basically Grand Pulse with a couple other like things you didn't see before, and then at the same time there's one that's just purely dedicated to being a big ass desert slash ruins. So now <laughs> like kind of except now you're like going into like dungeons and ruins and like treasure hunting by the sand. That the sand sea. That's where the Tomb of Wraithful was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, this, come this on. One, which is, now it's going to have platforming, which is just weird because like, I there's like there's like sand physics like just like Journey, so you can recreate Journey with Lightning Returns now. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Also, crazy. then I guess like the last big thing they sort of showed off was new enemies, which is the whole demo like just had a lot of 13.2 stuff in it for the moment, but we at least saw some of the new enemies. They they look interesting, like nothing. You get to a point in a game series where it's really hard to have cool looking new enemies, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you so think about it's, it's how really many no different enemies they've had over the years. I mean, yeah, good for them for trying, at least, really, is the big thing. <laughs> Here's a cookie for your effort. Yeah. Anyway, so I believe you brought something away from the event that we are now going to be able to give away. I, yeah, I have my own Toriyama. I kidnapped. He's in my basement <laughs> right now. If you want him, contact me by phone. It's 555-5555. Although it costs extra in order to get him smiling. Yes, it'll it'll cost extra for shipping and handling of, of Toriyama, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. But uh, no, uh, I actually got a special 25th anniversary uh, chocobo, which has a little uh, cake saying 25th anniversary on it. Aww. Looks very adorable. Uh, Daryl and uh, Lauren already had theirs, so I had to steal a couple for myself and got an extra one at it while while I was there. Yay! You got you guys can attest that it was it's a good it's a good looking little plushie. Oh, it's, it's a good it's looking chocolate. It's freaking cute. It's currently gets, sitting next to my Renault. So yeah, um, for anyone who wants to try and win that, unfortunately, it's only going to be open to North America because Spencer doesn't want to have to pay a lot for shipping. But um, all you've got to do is comment on the um, this episode. So on Final Fantasy Union, Gaming Union, or on Facebook. Just uh, leave us a comment and um, say you want to be entered. And that's it. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll give everybody about, like, uh, till the end of January, and then once February 1st rolls around, I'll compile all the names and pick a name out of a big old cowboy hat, and I'll direct message you all somehow, whoever, whoever wins, I guess. Sounds like a plan to me. Yes. North American shipping only, because Europe... You, you had your chance. Not, not anymore. That was Lauren's job. She failed hey. at that. She kept it for herself. 
Like, you're making us sad now, Spencer. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, just look at your chocobo. He'll make you happy again. She was while, do- while looking sad. <laughs> She's like, this is all I have in my life to make He's me happy. Okay. I will say, they are they are a bit ridiculously soft. Also, apparently, they're hard to get a hold of now. Like, even at the concerts where they're selling them, they sell it like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're really sweet looking. Anyway, we are now going to go on to the news segment. <gasps> There's news? There is news. Not a great deal, actually. No. But we do. There's have a lot news. of there's a lot of quotes, misused quotes. Yes. So uh, the first story actually was a bit of a, a red herring. Um, someone on Twitter uh, sent a message to Square Enix Europe saying about the Final Fantasy X HD remake and what's going on with it because the world needs answers. Hmm. Square Enix Europe replied saying the world will get answers soon. We promise. That's their first problem. Don't ever comment on things you have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. so um, that kind of made the internet explode a bit because obviously no one's heard anything about it for a while. So if Square Enix officially having a comeback was uh, kind of just like, whoa, we're going to hear stuff soon. This is going to be amazing. Until the next day happened when Square Enix backtracked and said there would be no announcement anytime soon. We have to we have to readjust our meaning of the word soon, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Soon means six years. I but think. they did assure us that it still is happening. Hmm. This sounds a lot sure. like another Final See, Fantasy I think, game. See, I think they just dug, dug themselves a ditch, really, at TGS. Like, they announced Kingdom Hearts, and then they've been saying nothing about it in magazines, except, oh my god, Kingdom Hearts HD, it's been so good. Like, we only needed two guys, it's taken, like, less than a year. So easy. And, like, they're doing more than what we know about 10 HD. They got two games and new cutscenes. I mean, hell, at this rate, if we don't have 10, 2, and, like, 12 in this collection, I don't know what they're sitting on their asses for. Yeah, it's been over a year, almost a year. It's been over a year, hasn't it, since they It has it. been over a year. Uh, it's, I don't Could know. you imagine another company taking over a year to release an HD remake? Yeah, I can see I think... Konami taking that long, because they did. Did they? Mm-hmm. They Zone announced the um, Zone of the Enders and Silent Hill a year before they came out. And okay. one of those was a mess, and the other one was pretty good. I was going to say Shadow of the Colossus, maybe. No, Shadow of the Colossus, we knew six months prior to release. It's just that everyone had been talking to uh, Fumito Ueda about it. It was like, you're going to do an HD collection. It'd be cool, but i got to work on this game that he's totally barely working on. And then they just uh, sourced it out to the awesome awesome guys at uh, Bluepoint. And he and, left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so the other new story we have is uh, about a new game the Square Enix release called Final Fantasy All the Bravest, or if you're smart... Final Fantasy ATB. Ha ha ha. More like all the lamest. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen nothing but reviews that have the worst puns. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this was another iPhone game because Square Enix seemed to be absolutely loving it. I think they've just realized that it's an easy way to make money because there's plenty of people to exploit. And that's exactly what this game is. So you can buy it for $3.99, but it's laced with in-app purchases. So, like, there's different scenarios you can buy, also costing the same amount as the game. And there's a lot of new characters you can buy. I think there's 35, and they all cost, like, a dollar each. And have you guys actually played it? Like, have you, I, have you been chatting to try it out? I have heard so many bad things, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> it's it's uh, quite... Because I was all up with everyone else in the hype train, because everyone, when the teaser site for this came out, we were the, all expecting... The trailer looks really good. Oh, it does, yeah. The game looks really good when you're not, like, watching someone play it. But the thing about it is, like, we all got hyped up because everyone thought the teaser set was going to be, like, a, a 5 and a 6 remake. Because we've never gotten that. 
And then we found out it was all the brakes. So like, oh, the trailer still looks really cool. Because, like, you have... Like, if anyone doesn't know, it's basically, like, four, a 40-team, like, giant Final Fantasy, like, m- massive horde of, like, different characters and classes attacking. But all you do is tap them. Yeah, you just basically spam the screen. Yeah, and the whole point of it, though, is weird because it's a fake freemium game. It's got everything a, a freemium game has, but you have to pay for it. And there's, like, all these things, like you said, it's 99 cents for a random character. Yes, there's so many characters, but there's, like, I want to play as... Ju- I want to get Cloud. Well, Cloud really doesn't matter, because every character just attacks. There's no, like, specialty thing that Cloud does. They just attack with the themed move. Yeah, they just look different. And then, at the same time, then they have play sets, which are, like, three ninety nine for the it's ex- entire price of the game you just bought... And you get different levels. The different levels are just different enemies and settings that let you tap on the screen again. And it's, that's um, basically the whole game. It, it sounds like a really good deal. All, all you need to, You don't even need to tap, actually. If you just slide your finger across everyone, that does it too. So you don't even actually have to tap more than once. And what happens when you die? You have to wait, I think it's like 40 minutes or pay $2. <laughs> And, like, the time the time takes longer, like, it takes longer um, the more characters you have, but obviously you get to a point where you need, like, all 40 characters to win any battle. So yeah. then it then mixes that horrible Facebook logic of, here's an action, now you're penalized for a while. Yep. So, um, yeah, not Square Enix's finest hour. Nope. By now, if you hate yourself and your wallet. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they pretty much just um, released a game, put it on the floor, um, and then pushed it into a muddy puddle... <laughs> And then ask people to walk on it. Did they not learn anything from releasing Fiat Rhythm on the... Um... No, I think they probably looked at Fiat Rhythm and thought, this is actually making us quite a bit of money. Let's do it again. Yeah, Dimensions <laughs> made them a crap worse. ton of money. They did Fiat Rhythm. That made them a bunch more money. They're like, all right, guys, let's throw two interns into a, into a room with an app, see what they come out with, and sell it for a bunch of money. Oh, people don't like it? Oh, no, crap. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, if this was free and had all the same stuff, I don't think anyone would be talking about it. But you're charging to then charge people. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so moving on from a very happy and cheerful topic, uh, we're going to go to our burning question segment where we ask, how long you've been playing Final Fantasy? How long has it been for your dreams to be shattered? Too long. Yeah. I'm being very cynical there. I don't. I don't mean that really. I, there's, there's still a lot of good in Final Fantasy. We talked way too much positive about Lightning Returns. We yeah, we, we, need to, we need to balance it out. Um, so the fans we, that hate we it. had a ton of responses for this. So thanks to everyone who replied on Facebook, Twitter, or on the, on the website. It was, it was great to hear all your different stories. We are going to try and pick out some of the best ones. Um, some of them are like quite short if they're from Twitter, um, and um, but some of them are a little bit longer. And uh, it seems as though we, we have a nice balance of people. So we've got some that have been playing it for like 20 years, others that have been playing it for like one or two, and I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just the same like cynical people who are just hating on it now all over the internet. Exactly. So, Spencer, would you like to start us off? I would love to start us off. Uh, Quasar97 from the forum said, I think I've been playing for about five years or so. Since around 2007, with Final Fantasy X, which I'm replaying now, Smiley Emoticon, which you should. Final Fantasy X is amazing when it holds up. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good amount of time. So really, you you were just just out of like the Final Fantasy VII through nine. Yeah, it's just after of, Final like... Fantasy XII came into existence. Yeah. 
I wonder if you, you... missed you miss the fan period where everyone just <laughs> fangasmed over uh, seven for the next ten years. Yeah, <laughs> although I will say Final Fantasy X is probably the one I've replayed the most. So replaying it again is good. Yes, very good. I approve. Seal of approval. So the next Stamped. comment came from Jace O'Donnell, which was on Twitter. So that's his Twitter handle, and he said twenty-one or twenty-two years. Damn. That makes me feel old. <laughs> I know just how you feel, except just not as long, because I'm not like you, old man. But <laughs> I know I know what you That's mean. Not nice. <laughs> no, I, I I get I hear that a lot from people, and it's like sort of weird. Like they, it's almost like when they get to that point, like when you've been playing like a series for like so long, you either love it like unconditionally, or you just feel really like weird about it. You're like, oh, I love some of the things, but it's had its rocky periods. I think it's really, I think it's really good that someone stuck around playing the games for that long, and they're still interested in it. Like, like, that's some serious dedication. That's as I, I don't want to make you feel older, dude, but that's that's about as old as me. That's crazy <laughs> that a game series has been around that long. Well, it did just have its twenty fifth anniversary. I know. Yeah. I know. It's just that, that was kind of the amazing. nice thing about the super fan competition. Like you could see, like how many people were like just been playing for like. Ye- years and years and just been like yeah. collecting like so much love for just like one series i can't even imagine but anyways um eve from the forum said i've been playing final fantasy for only about two years i wasn't allowed to play them glowing growing up because magic was in them but that didn't stop me from watching my friends play and develop an intense love for it from afar i think that's actually how quite a lot of the younger people get into it initially just by watching someone else because i i don't know about you spencer but laura and i both got into Final Fantasy from just watching someone else play it and, and kind of being curious about what was actually going on. And um, I think it's great that you only just started as well. And, and it would be interesting to... Um, I think you said that you've played quite a lot of them. So, yeah, you've gone back and beaten like six, seven. I think that's really, really good. You, <laughs> looking at the list of the amount that you've played through in two years, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah. It's not an easy task. No. No. And also, don't feel bad about not being allowed to play it. I probably wouldn't have been allowed to play it either because um, of Sid in Final Fantasy VII. My parents knew that I was playing a game where characters were saying the S word. I think they would. And where there's wife beating. And where there's wife beating as well. Cross dressing. Ooh, get uh, get out the pitchforks, guys. Probably would not have been okay with that at all. I think the whole Don Corneo section's a bit sketchy. (laughs) The cross dressing is just the tip on the iceberg. Yeah, that is Final Fantasy VII riots like 13 years later. But imagine trying to explain that to your parents. Like, oh, what are you playing, son? Oh, well, I'm just playing a game where my main character is now cross-dressing. And the better I dress, the more likely I am to get in a room alone with this man. Yep. And if you play your cards right, you'll get all of his buddies to join in, and then a special prize happens. <laughs> Bada-boom, but bit that's how babies are made. Well, not, not when it's that many men, but I think they get what you mean. Also, when you go to the honeybee and, Mom, what's happening here? Um, <laughs> Nothing. Son, we need to have a chat. <laughs> Rom- romantic moments with Final Fantasy. Anyway, Spencer, next one. Okay. Oh, I, I see. I'm doing yours now. Oh, no, wait, no. I read it wrong. Okay. Ooh. I'm dumb, people. We know that. All right. Nikoni said, I started with Final Fantasy VII, like tons of people, but I remember getting so hooked on the story that I used to play with a dictionary ne- <laughs> dictionary next to me to translate every word I didn't understand. <laughs> Alright, 
I gotta inter- interrupt real quick. You didn't say if you were playing the English or Japanese one, so yeah. I just imagined you were playing it so young that you just didn't understand basic e- English. Hmm, the S word. Let me translate <laughs> that one. Ah, what is fecal say? matter doing in this game? <laughs> they might not be English. Oh, it's true. It's true. Probably not. But that is really cool. Um, and yeah, I know a lot of people who start with Final Fantasy VII. Actually, I was talking to my boss the other day, and um. He said Final Fantasy VII was the only one he has played. He hasn't actually played it all the way through because he got so sad about Eris dying that he just stopped. He was an emotional so train. <laughs> he just stopped. I don't. I never understand the emotional attachment like people get to her like when she dies. Uh-huh. It's like I I can't go on. It's, but, too, it's too much. But it's so funny because I keep getting in an argument with him because he keeps saying that that is the end of the game. He was like, I got right up to the very end, dude. I got up right to the very end, and I'm like. It's not the very end. It's like halfway through. Like not half. even that. <laughs> I was just like, I th- he's like, no, you're wrong. And I'm like, um, well, even Wikipedia is saying no, so don't. The source of that. everything yeah, agrees with me. Yeah, the source of everything me. says no, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even Wikipedia agrees with me. <laughs> I said that's funny, but I I didn't care about Eris, but I think if you used her and she was an integral part of your party, because you know like, oh, how everyone, everyone uses different characters when they play RPGs. And, like, if, if you were one of the people that used Eris and she was, like, the linchpin of everything you did and then she died, you'd just been like, why? Why I would you do that? I was so pissed off. Yeah, because I always use the, I always use the um, white mage. I'm always like, you know, I need to have my defense, my defense, my Whereas defense. I'm just, like, going to beat the crap out of stuff. Exactly. That's anyway, where we differ. Yeah. So the next one is from Tibsy on Twitter. who said, about two-thirds of my life, so about 15 years. Wow. That's that's sort of a, pretty much the same thing for me, I would say, except I'm not sure if it's been 15 years or not. So however long Final Fantasy VIII's been out, I guess, would be like the same, but it's it's really weird, like, kind of like going back. I it's think it really, years. like, it, is that 15 years, Final yeah, Fantasy VIII? Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII was uh, 98. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so that, w- that would be, all right, so that's we're twins right now, wow. tipsy. You and me, I know, I know what you mean, except you probably didn't get your demo disc by pizza hut or something dumb like i did but <laughs> no it's really dumb, weird like because awesome. like i love the fact like how different all like the fan base reacts to each game like when you talk to someone like we are now it's like depending on what game you start with you're gonna have a totally different like like thought on the series like differently from anyone else yeah because you've got the the older school people who like started with final fantasy one and they've experienced everything and then mm-hmm. you've got the people that kind of came in about six mm. Um, because, you know, in America it was obviously Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3, but that was Final Fantasy 1, 4, and 6. And I think a lot of people came in at 6 because it was the last one. It was when it was starting to get a little bit bigger. Then obviously 7's the main one where most people came in, but there's a lot of people that came in at 8 and 9 and 10 as well. Yeah. I, I well, really 10, know... 10 was the big one. 10 was the last eight. really big one next to 13. I, I don't because know that's a console. anyone who came in at 12. No. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. 12 is a weird one because it was like, it's... That's that's one of the hardest ones to throw someone into without playing any of the other games and yeah, have interest in. That I think. one was the kind of one which where you needed that little bit of fan extra. You know, we'll play this because it's Final Fantasy. But if it wasn't Final Fantasy, yeah, I probably wouldn't touch it. <laughs> it's, Although... it's probably just like a detriment to the game, though. I mean, because it's like it's it's pretty much made for the fans. We're not like as as it was fun made as for the, the Western fans. With that being said, yeah. though, I would say Final Fantasy XII was probably the closest one that was released when Kingdom Hearts was originally released. No, Although there was, was no Final 10-2. Fantasy, that was ten two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know if people would have been as willing to play ten two because it's a sequel. 
I think yeah, I think it was a bit. I, I think especially like now that like lightning returns, it's not called light. Was, Ten was close to Kingdom Hearts than, than twelve. But if they never if they never played a Final Fantasy before, they just played Kingdom Hearts, and then they wanted to play, they wanted to wait for the next Final Fantasy game to come out. They probably would have played. They would have waited a long time. Yeah, sure. Oh, I don't know until that eleven expansion came out. But anyways, um, Jaded from the forum said, "I remember staying up late and watching my mom um, play Final Fantasy three on, on the SNES when I was four or five. She would read all." the text for me because I don't think I could read that well yet. Oh god, imagine if you had that experience playing Final Fantasy 7 then. I know. <laughs> Son. Oh, the, well, I did ha- kind of have that with my brother because my brother was playing um, the very end of Final Fantasy 7, I remember when I was um, watching him one day and he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna put my finger over this word right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Square kind of did that already with the uh, different symbols they used throughout it. Yeah. But that's really cool though. I kind of hope like Eventually, when I have kids, I can do that with my kids as well. Probably not playing Final Fantasy three. And this SNES, one is Ico. She's the same age as you. Yeah. Oh, that'd be hey, cute. seriously though, Final Fantasy six slash three is like one of like the better stories stuff. So like that would be that would make such a good like novel, especially like when you're like so young. Well, don't forget like this that. is Final Fantasy six. Mm. Oh, I I was just well, I assumed that they, when they said three, they meant six. Okay. Because most people don't actually talk about three. We don't talk about that one. Yeah. Well, we Who do. Would talk, oh, come on. on think, all right. System. Actually, I, I'm 100% sure that this is six because w- what mother would read the boring ass story of Final Fantasy three? Oh, but I, I and, still think it's. But wait, no. She said it's on the SNES. Yeah, which is why yeah. it's six. It was six on the SNES. Yeah, yeah. that's three. Ah. Oh, this is really confusing. I, it's I not that confusing, it. Come on. It is. <laughs> the mom. The mom. The, the mom was actually like getting the, the Japanese import. No, 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 no. Because Final Fantasy. What, what about Final Fantasy? Are you going to argue with us about this? No, but I do. Two, three, and five never came out in America originally. Two, three, and five never came out. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to release it. Well, they, they were they kept trying, but they couldn't translate fast enough. Yeah, because like one and two and three came out within like three or four years like, of each other. Why would other. they skip games though? Because they didn't have enough time. Yeah, they. I mean, it's. I mean, luck. They're least lucky. They picked like the big ones. But I mean, like from four from four to six. Like, they didn't do five. Weird. Yeah. That's a bit weird. I think it's just because mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't have done three and four. But whatever, Although if it makes you feel any better, Lauren, they were they were really really close to to releasing five, like yeah. to the point where they were just going to put it on PC at a certain point. I think it's only it's the only reason why I question that is because like the graphics seem so updated in six, but I guess that's a re-release. Six, Com- no. updated compared to what? Like well the like the graphics with like um the cutscene the FMVs. Oh, that's the re-re- that's the PS One. Yeah, they weren't in the original. So God, imagine so me, if they were. Let me work my brain. Okay, so there was a game with Final Fantasy VI that was released that was all like pixelated, like for on the SNES. Yeah, didn't have any of the mm-hmm. FMVs, and then they re-released it on the PS One. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's fine. That's all I wanted to know. It's because Final Fantasy VII was so popular. Instead of waiting, that gave them the excuse to re-release all the unreleased ones on disc. Gotcha. Okay. Called anthologies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember playing one of them. I I played the one that had Ferris in it. That's five. Five, yeah, yeah. I played through some of that, and then I got up to a magma guy, and I was sad. 
because I couldn't beat him. Don't, don't worry. Somebody, somebody probably has thought the exact same thing to you as well. I point. know. It's so confusing. Square Enix, you suck. A lot of people have thought the same thing. On, on the topic, though, of three real quick, I'll just say six. I, I'm way too like American. I, know, I just, just call six it. three. Yeah, we used well, to be on this here, Spencer. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. But, uh, no, I just found out today. It was the coolest thing. I was watching... Um, Pop Fiction, if anyone knows what it is, they just had this episode where there's an actual, like, way in the game where you can play as General Leo in your party for more than just the one fight against Kefka. And I'm very tempted to, like, pop in my copy and try it out. Like, you guys know who, like, General Leo is, right? Uh-huh. It, it's really weird, because, like, he had, like, some of the coolest attacks, so it's basically just, like, some weird airship glitch. If you want to ever try it out and are a big 3 fan, or even just, like, Leo fan, because he was, like, one of the so cooler characters... Ah, oh, dang it! You're right. That one, full, that one with the six in it. Yes. Yeah. Go, go check that out. General Leo glitch. It's, it's cool. I'm gonna go sit in the corner and write. Yeah, the you word think three. about what you've done. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next episode's question: Why is Spencer so dumb with three? Uh, that would take too long to answer. <laughs> Just you can skip memoirs of people saying, "Well, Spencer had a very, very troubling start as a youth." <laughs> <laughs> Roman numerals scare him. <laughs> I just see them on a one. Anyway, so yeah, it was, uh, apologies to anyone who we didn't read out the answer for. Um, you can read them all on the different places, and it's, it's really great to see them all. Um, and uh, hopefully, we uh, had some fun discussions for you guys about the answers that we did read out. Um, as you guys know, we well, we've probably talked about it far too much about when we got into Final Fantasy, so I don't think we need to say it again. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza Hut. So we're just going to mention the next question, which is, I guess, um, it's an interesting one. um, It's a divisive answer. Yeah. We, we, um, it's it's kind of based off the back of this. Um, You know, we we know that you guys are still massive fans of Square Enix and and Final Fantasy, and and that's not going to change unless they do something dramatically wrong. But um, for the next episode, we want to know is Square Enix still your main company for JRPGs? Like I'm sure that most of you will still buy um, like Lightning Returns or Final Fantasy 15 if it comes out, but which is the company that you now go to and think they're going to release a JYP that I'm going to definitely like? Like, could it be Atlas with Persona? Could it be Namco with like Tails, or even like Nice America or Nice with uh, Disgaea and their, their other like mini mini games? What is I it? mean, Sega. Sega even does some good RPGs. Yeah, I mean, right Valkyria and... Chronicles, mm-hmm. um, End of Eternity. There's a lot more options than there was before. Like, 90s was basically Square's era. It could be Mistwalker. Mistwalker. Yeah. We just want to know. We want to know who you now think are the kingpin in the JRPG world. Blue Dragon, maybe. Someone might think that. I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. If anyone remembers Blue Dragon on 360. I remember Blue Dragon. Hey, hey, if anyone remembers Blue Dragon on DS. Oh, God, don't remind me of that. Yes. Oh. Anyway, uh, we're now going to go towards the end of our show, so we've got the music segment, and um, the start of the year, we've actually got some new tracks from OT Remix. This one is from the original Final Fantasy, and it's based on the song Dead Music, and it, the arrangement title is Requiem for a Dying World, mm-hmm. and it's by Brandon Strader and Chernobog. So we hope you enjoy listening to that, and um, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is actually scheduled to release on the 19th of February. And just to remind you guys again, you can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast on the iTunes store. Or you can just search for Final Fantasy in the iTunes store and we will come up as the number one show. Of course, you can catch every episode of Final Fantasy Union as well as all our news coverage and opinion at FinalFantasyUnion.com. 
And uh, hopefully you guys look forward to reading Spencer's extended thoughts about his trip to San Francisco to see Lightning Returns soon. Yes. Go read all of them and make sure to... Co- what, was, what were we going to say they had to comment on? That I'm wrong or something? Uh, from too late. Too late. Yes. That's, that's it. Make me feel bad, please. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll, make, it'll make things better for everyone besides me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this has been a pretty long show, actually. It has. Yeah. Informative. Yeah. It was a meaty discussion, is what they like to say. We had we had news to bring to the people. It's true. Oh, we've done it. Airports suck. They now know. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you've uh, you've painted a pretty good picture for Lightning Returns. Yeah, I have, which is which is uh which is good. I was I wasn't sure how I was going to take it, but I took it well. Square Enix gave it well, and I took it just as well. Which is good to know. <laughs> Do with that audio what you please. <laughs> splice that, splice that it's into other things. It's going to go up things. on YouTube with some very suggestive imagery. Um, so anyway, it's time for you guys to say goodbye until the next episode. Bye until next episode. Goodbye. Also, everybody who thought I might have been mean to Lauren, it's only because she's secretly my favorite, so don't tell Daryl. <laughs> I like to imagine that was Daryl making that wee noise. He was just very excited that he he was not my favorite. He's giving me he's giving me angry eyes. A weird vein has just popped up on the side of my head. Yeah. (laughs) Spencer jealousy it spreads in all in all marriages around the world. If Spencer is not in the next episode, you know why. Oh no. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Daryl. Say goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and farmerfansunion.com production.